still don't have time. That bullshit, man. I feel like people have the time; they just don't want to do it. It's like it's not a top priority. Hey, everyone! You're listening to the Two M Creative Labs podcast. This podcast is about improvement in three parts: learn, share, do. We learn from some talented creatives as they share their process and story on the pursuit of their passions. This episode features Lambert Sebastian, founder of Phoenix Productions Family, a videographer and editor who loves to make videos. We talk about seeing the Stonehenge, finding the balance in working, family, and social activities, and running into amazing creatives in LA. Lots of energy, and we get deep into the difficulties of running your own creative business. Enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, thanks for uh, tuning in to another episode. Um, just to kind of get us started as usual, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to sure. the audience? Sure. Well, my name is Lambert Sebastian. I'm the founder of uh, Phoenix Production Family. And, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm the founder of Phoenix Production Family. Um, I'm a videographer, editor, creative director, I guess you can say. I don't even know what I am, really. It's I just a, like making videos. Yeah, yeah. Title, yeah. Titles are weird, man. It's like, so I'm, weird, We'll probably have to talk about that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what to label myself. I'm sure I'm not a photographer. Yeah. Yet I'm wearing a Polaroid shirt. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, why don't you tell me kind of how you got started into film and making videos? I actually have no idea because we, we met, but we never really got into it. No, no, no. I remember when we met, too. It was at the wedding convention. We were yeah. working on booths and stuff. Uh, yeah, you're working your thing, and then I ran and came across you, and then, yeah, here we are today. <laughs> yeah, so the way it started was my nephew in Hawaii, he was uh, making videos, him and his friends, and then uh, I just thought to myself, I was there at the time. When I was there at the time, I thought, like, damn, man, like, this looks really fun, and I've always been into videos, but I never really did anything about it. But then once I finally did it, I thought to myself, like, man, you know what? I have nothing to lose. What if I did this for a living? What would happen, right? So... <laughs> I reached out to my um, good friend, uh, Pedro, mm-hmm. and I just asked him, hey, man, like he's doing like a clothing line. So I asked him, hey, man, can I uh, take your clothes and let me see what I can do with it? And he's like, fuck yeah, bro, just here and take it and do whatever you want. So then I finally did it. And I figured, you know what? He has a good following. So I figured, you know what? If I were to do his content, someone's going to catch it, a business, and say, hey, I saw Pedro's work. Can, I, can we do some work maybe? I'm like, yeah, man, for sure. And that's how it, it grew from there. And it nice. just repeated, right? It's like a snowball effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So. How long ago was this? This was literally like two two years ago? Or two, mm-hmm. I would say two years ago. That's maybe, awesome. Yeah, just two years ago. Two to three years ago. I'm not, I can't even, I'm around that time frame. And um, yeah, and that's how it started. And like, I just thought to myself, I was working a day job at the time. Mm-hmm. And fuck, it was brutal, man. I think I was there for like 13 years. I felt like, yeah, it, it fucking sucked, but yeah, I did that. And then, um, every time I was at work, I always think, thought to myself, like, Hey, like all these clients that came in my, that I was doing the projects for during those work hours, I would think, okay, how can I make their videos? Now mm-hmm. I, I was literally daydreaming about it all day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, it totally makes sense. Like when you kind of catch it, mm-hmm. it's sometimes you really, it's all you think about. Mm-hmm. Like I was asking uh sky the other day and yeah, yeah. Asked him, so like, Besides videos, like what do we? What else do you obsess over? Because yeah. you know, I mean, we're pe- we're multi layered people, and we probably have like other things that we do. Sure. And then it was so hard for him to think of something that was really? like that guy's creative as hell, I, man. No, like to, other than video. Oh, okay, it's, okay. It really can just be the only thing you think about. It's like how am I going to do this transition better, or how am sure. I going to like edit this co- the colors like differently for this brand, and yeah, that's when you know like you kind of. Are super into something it's like you eat sleep shit the business man. you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. yeah but i think um 
And I think that's another thing too, like finding balance. Like, like I don't want to mm-hmm. be just like the video guy. I want to do other shit for, with my life too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But uh, no, yeah, yeah. This guy's a cool cat, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's chill. Yeah, it actually worked. Like um, me and my boy Steve, like he trains with Steve. And then, uh, yeah, I see him, like I saw him usually in the mornings and always train together. Good mm-hmm. guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. chill guy. Yeah. You said that for balance, that's not video is not the only thing that you want to do. No, no, um, no, no. What do you mean by that? Oh, I just want to do other things too, man. Like maybe like, obviously, like I'm not really the best photographer. I want to do photography work too. Um, obviously, everyone wants to travel the world. I get it, right? I yeah. want to do that too. Um, and you know, just finding balance with like you know family and friends, man. Like I haven't seen my friends for fucking months, man. Like it's crazy, but. But yeah, you know, they're doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. But mm-hmm. it's it's hard to find a balance. You know, like, hey, let's all kick it for the weekend. You know what I mean? But it, it's very difficult. Like, you know, you'll have your small group. Uh, you'll have your group events and stuff. But sometimes I can't even make it to those, right? So, yeah. But, you know, it's cool. I, 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 I knew what I signed up for and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. I think so. that's one thing that puts a lot of people off. And we were talking, Serena and I were talking yesterday. And yeah. She, um, it was like, oh, like I'll have to cut out my friends or whatever, like social stuff to sure. like focus on whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people will tell you that. And I, I just want to tell them like, that's bullshit. Like just sure. social things are one of the hardest things to cut off because we are social people. Yeah. Like yeah. creatures in general. Um, but what kind of sacrifices um, would you say that you've had to make for this thing to kind of Oh, fuck. It's like the, the little direction. things, you know what I mean? Like, okay, there's like a birthday going on, like family birthday. Like, no, I have work to do. I have mm-hmm. to shoot a, shoot for a client or even edit. Like, there's a deadline coming up. And it's not even, it was like a no-brainer to me. It's like, I knew if I were to show up at that event, that's all in my head afterward. Like, while, while I'm there, I'm not even present, right? That's all I'm pretty much thinking about. Like, oh, like, I gotta do this. Like, I'm gonna, I need to put this music on. You know, like, the little things. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm at home, like, doing the project, I wish I was there, right? But it's, like, it's so dumb. Like, I think you have to be, you have to practice being present where, from where you're at. But no, man, like I said, like, this is why I eat, sleep, and shit, right? So mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't really, the sacrifice, I don't even think of it as sacrifice as much. It's more, like, I want to do this rather than be over there because I don't think it's fair to them too. Because if I were over there, I'm not fully there. You know, I'm not even focused, even at group events, like uh, outings with friends. I'm like so zoned out. Like there's like, why is Lambert so quiet, man? I'm like, I'm just like totally zoned out. Right. Like thinking about work. I think like once I put everything, when once everything is structured properly, okay, I did this, I did this. The next day I'm going to do this. Once I accomplish accomplish those tasks, then I could be present. Like I'm good to go, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not thinking too much about it. But uh, no, yeah, that's how that's how my head works. <laughs> no, I love that, and I think that yeah. makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. right? Is and I do this all the time, like mm-hmm. with the same idea of like the social thing. I'm doing my best not to do something that is not work if I will still think about work. Yeah, because I know like there's deadlines to meet or there's things that I have yeah. to do by the end of the week that like need to get like for us like we have to make videos every week we have to make a podcast oh, man. every week you guys right? are crazy man like and you guys are consistent like I can't I think the last post thing I posted was like a week ago but that was like the first <laughs> time in a long time but you guys are like consistent and I think that's the key to everything like to be consistent now I'm not really mm-hmm. being consistent lately but you know and it's hard like that's not something that's easy but the only way for me to fully enjoy whatever social outing or other non-creative thing mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that's a like don't enjoy those things it's if i have yeah. 
other things that I need to finish first, like focus on that first, right? And like make those sacrifices so that you can fully commit to yeah to that event, right? And it makes so much sense. For sure. But I think we go backwards and that's why we sit at our desk thinking about the party. And then sure. we're at the party thinking about working on the desk. It's, Sometimes, like, you know right? what? When I'm like, obviously when I'm working, I'll think maybe like small glimpses here and there. Like, oh. But then after that, say, oh, whatever. Like, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I got yeah, work yeah. to do, right? You so, can't really control those slots. No, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the part of it. Like, I think every business influencer or top guy out there they always say this is gonna ha- this is what's is this is what's gonna happen and i'm like oh now i get it right like mm-hmm. like man you would you would like dip in late and you would dip out early you know what i mean because i have shit to take care of man you yeah know? and this is how i put food in my table mm-hmm. right so i mean this is what i asked for man and this is what i dreamt of like in the beginning and now it's like here right so but obviously i want I'm, like i could celebrate it for maybe a couple, maybe a couple of days, like a short, short time after that, on to the next, right? Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's how I think. So. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, like you understand the lifestyle that comes with oh, God, the yeah. dream, right? And it's sure. not all glamorous. Like, yeah, because we, we always show our best work. Yeah, or, for sure. Especially like travel stuff. Like, whenever, like the one video that I made, that, like the first time I watched your videos, which was like right after we met, I was like, yo, like that, that video. And, oh, okay. Uh, in LA, like that was sick with the Ferris wheel, like transition. Oh yeah, man, that, that was a funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did that on purpose too, like where <laughs> I would show up um, during the daytime, mm-hmm. um, you know, just get the hyperlapse ready, and then I come back at night, same position, yeah, yeah. that at night, and then mm-hmm. obviously the hyperlapse happened, right? Exactly. So, yeah, I remember. But that. but it was sick. But then you you can I for even personally think that like wow, that's all they do is like they go out and travel and stuff. Like mm-hmm. no, no no like when you look at the behind the scenes. You had to show up in the morning. You had to show up at night. Sure. In yeah. between that, like you're probably doing something that's not just travel. No, for sure. I right. think also like um, you. I think one of the things I took um, from travel, like doing travel vids, was uh, if I'm gonna come back here, right? I'll do that shot. I'm like once I'm like when I first get there. Let's say that whole like Santa Monica Ferris wheel. When I first got there, I'm like, I know I'm gonna come back here. Let me just enjoy this. Like, let me have. Let me take in the moment after that then i'll then mm. i'll start shooting and that's no different than taking a bus ride over to like to let's say when i was at london i was going heading to the stonehenge always wanted to do that for my like since i was a kid i finally got there i actually when the bus stopped i literally i literally just ran right to it and everyone was just like walking taking their time i sprinted over there and i could have just stared at that stonehenge for like the whole day but obviously there was time limit right because mm-hmm. we had to go we had to leave yeah. But man, I, I just took it all in. I'm like, damn, man, I'm actually here. And this mm-hmm. is the structure, like one of the seven seven wonders of the world. And I'm like, damn, man, this is crazy. And it doesn't even move, obviously. But just, <laughs> just being there, like, it was crazy, man. But Oh, that's so sick. But yeah, but I knew I was going to come back anyways. And then that's when I started shooting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. That's man. an interesting way to look at it. Because whenever, and it's funny because I was I went to London too. Because I wanted mm. to shoot a pretend like travel kind of video. Okay. Well, obviously I didn't have a model, so I was just sort of. I need like, no model. I was by myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was more just like get a feel for the city in like a short yeah. video form. And then I I was having a lot of trouble figuring out like how am I going to enjoy my trip here, but also shoot content and sure taking that time to do that for yourself first actually is a good i think a good way to do it like i feel yeah. like you know take an hour to kind of just soak it in not or even now like 15 minutes like and whatever right if you're coming back right to that destination then who cares just take it mm-hmm. all in and then come back and do it again right like, yeah. yeah that's cool no that makes perfect sense though yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah lately before we even like met up at make the other day yeah yeah you were in la yeah 
and you ran into a couple people that are particularly big <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without knowing who they were. No, yeah, it was, it was actually a funny situation. Yeah. So, um, when I first got to LA, I um, I linked up with like man, this guy named Justin Vassor. Uh, I know I'm butchering his name right now, but uh, he's one of the um, head photographers for Barbell Brigade, Barbell Brigade, right, with Bart's crew. Um, we added each other on Instagram and then kept in contact and it developed to a relationship where we're like, Hey man, like I'm going to be in LA. Is it cool if I crash with you and crash at your, your pad? It's like, yeah, man, come through. So I come through, like I've always dreamt of shooting with this guy, just shooting random stuff or whatever. And, um, I remember when I remember this day too, cause he was like, Hey, do you want to come to a shoot with me? And he was like, oh, it's just a small thing, whatever, right? Just we're shooting, we're just filming, we're just uh, doing photographs for someone. I'm like, all right. So I go in there. It was like, obviously it was like, it was like for a business, but just being there, like watching him do his thing. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy, man. Like I was like being his like assistant kind of thing. And I'm like, dude, man, this is fucking fun, man. Like, what are you talking about? And he was like trying to downplay it and shit. I'm like, no, man, this is fucking fun, bro. I was like having the time of my life i'm like if you thought this was small then i can't imagine you doing big projects man like this is crazy but anyways so i stayed over at his house and then he told me he had roommates so i'm like okay cool like i never met him like i don't know who they are so um he gave me the key to his place because he was i think working or something like doing behind the scenes for danger boys or whatever like he was shooting that um i walk in and then I knew, like, the roommate, like, oh, what if the roommates are, like, she, I haven't met this person yet. Like, I walk into this person's home, and it's like, fuck, that's so weird. Like, she's going to, like, kill me or something. It's like a, someone's breaking in. So I walk in there, and then um, I see I see Julie, right? Julie's on. So then I walk in, and right away, I'm like, uh, I'm Justin's r- r- friend who's staying here at the store. Like, I just, because <laughs> I was like, I, it, it would be so weird, right, to, just to walk in there. Like, I introduced myself, and she knew right away who I was. Like, um, mm-hmm. I was Justin's, like, friend who's staying over. I didn't necessarily know who she was, but I'm like, man, this girl looks so familiar. I feel like I've seen her somewhere before. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see her on a skit, actually, a long time ago with David So. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're that girl. I'm like, okay, cool. And then, yeah, like, I, I I thought that it would be just like, oh, like it's, it's my friend's, my buddy's roommate, that's all. And then it developed to like a, like a fucking real friendship, man. Like she was like, she's so cool, man. Like her and like uh, the other roommate, Alfred, like he's a really dope guy too, man. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, with Julie, um, I had time to kill because I, it was, uh, I was heading back home to the airport, like heading back home to Winnipeg. So she was like, hey, I'm going to be in this area, like near the airport. Why don't you just come come with me and then you could just Uber it to the airport afterwards. I'm right. Like, okay, cool. So I met these, uh, met her roommates, uh, Jane, Sophie, man. Really cool people, man. So I met up with them at their place and then Julia was saying, oh, we're making dumplings, right? It's like a dumpling party or whatever. I'm like, okay, I've never been to one of those before. So I started, started making dumplings and then funny thing happened was people started walking in. I had no idea who they were. I thought, oh, they're just friends, right? Very nice people. So we ended up talking, right? And I just, I didn't really think too much of it. So afterwards, I go on my, like, my story. And I started like, oh, like, yeah, I'm at this dumpling party with these people. Cool, right? And then my fucking DMs exploded. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, and then I was like, hey, you were da-da-da, you were da-da-da. I'm like, what the fuck are these people? I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to look into it because I'm, I'm present. I'm here. I want to just like hang out. Just chill. 
So the girls were going crazy over the, the girl I did the Instagram story to. So her name was from head to toe. Uh, her name was Jen. And she was there with her, her family, Ben, and like the other two kids. And I didn't know who they were. And uh, I felt stupid too. I'm like, hey, so what do you do for a living? <laughs> and then she was like, she didn't take offense, obviously. Yeah. She was like, oh, I'm a YouTuber. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, how long have you been doing it for? Uh, she's like, oh, eight years. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a long time. It's pretty cool. And I asked her what she shoots, like mostly makeup stuff. And um, very cool people, man, like good family and all. Then we get to, like, I thought, like, oh, man, there's this. <laughs> He's shaking his head right now. And then uh, this other person, like, I thought, oh, just like some Asian dude, like, seems like a cool guy. So I just talked to him for a bit. And then again, the whole Instagram story thing. And then my DMs were like, fuck, bro, you're with Wes, man. Like, who's, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, who the fuck? And like, who's this guy, right? And then um, after I'm like, I said to myself, you know what? I'm not even going to research who these guys are. Like, I'm like I said, I'm here. So then I go on the plane, like, I'm just killing time at the airport. And then I look like, oh, fuck. He's like one of the guys from Wong Fu. I'm like, oh, cool. I never, I've heard the name before, but I never really looked into mm -hmm. the whole production itself. Um, but yeah, like he was one of the guys, super cool guy, like quite like, like soft-spoken. But yeah, that's how I found out about him. And then after I got home, I started watching like his films and stuff, the stuff that he produced. And then same with Julie stuff too, man. Like mm -hmm. I mostly looked into her stuff and I'm like, fuck man, this is crazy. Like the way it's produced, the way it's shot, like everything from lighting to angles, I was like paying attention to. Just watching their stuff, it kind of inspired me. Like, okay, man, like, I want to try to do this. Not exactly like their stuff, but it's like, I want to learn how to do it. And then afterwards, the people that were uh, um, hosting, uh, my buddy Jay, he invited me to Vancouver Film Fest. And that's when I started, like, seeing all these short films that were one minute long and then 10 minutes long. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I looked at him and I'm like, this is something I know I want to do, man. Mm -hmm. Like I want to try this out. That's awesome. Yeah, man. But then, yeah, but then those guys, like, yeah, they were cool guys. <laughs> it was just, it was just funny seeing my my DMs explode. Like, hey, fuck you with what? And then my one of my good friends, she was like, what the fuck? You're hanging out with him, like. And she's like, oh my god, I want to meet him. I'm like, oh yeah, just you just want. To, <laughs> I'm like, you're not even supporting me. I huh? like yeah, want yeah, to make yeah. this film, right? You just yeah. want to meet them. <laughs> All right, sure. I only met the guy once, but he, they were cool people. When I saw that on your story, I was like, holy shit! Like he's hanging out with like for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah. Apparently, mm -hmm. um, Wong Fu has been like a YouTube pioneer essentially, but for like focused very much on short short stories yeah. and film and very much big into like the asian uh creative scene right mm -hmm. and encouraging that for the actors like mm -hmm. they're always trying to push for those people as well i remember that was a big thing that they wanted to do yeah and it was funny because i had like i said i had no idea who they were and i think Wes and julie just made a film for for um hbo zotech i think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and i told her straight to her face i don't want to watch it because i know how my head works i will watch it when i need to watch it meaning when I feel like I'm, I need inspiration, then I'll watch it. That's awesome. Yeah, which I did. And I'm like, fuck, okay, now I know it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's really inspiring to see. Like, I know her as like, mm -hmm. I just like, you know, as Julie, like great friend and all, you know, but watching her do her craft was like hella inspiring. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Like, mm -hmm. you've been on this craft for so long. It's like, fuck, this is something I want to do, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely a life changer. But uh, the biggest thing I took out of that, that whole dumpling party was like, man, everyone here is a creative every single person here is a creative they're either an editor uh, an actor actress writer director i think what this saying is uh surround yourself with the right people 
and just being surrounded by those guys it's like man like we're just like going off on like create uh, creatively like ideas and all that stuff like damn yeah. man like it kind of reignited uh my creativity in my head like what i want to do now and what i want to pursue yeah but man it was, it was really nice just to be around that man it definitely changed me a lot man yeah and like every single one i'm like why why aren't you living here in la i'm like well fuck <laughs> I think uh, your president wouldn't be too happy about that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it's definitely something I, I probably I can see myself doing yeah. one day for sure. You've been doing a lot of like commercial work and like travel work, and now you're considering going into like the short film sort of uh, yeah. direction, more expression and all that kind of sure. thing. Yeah. Um, was there anything that they kind of told you at uh, at the dumpling party or whatever? Or, Not necessarily. Or, yeah. Like it was more. Um, I think just watching them like grow like doing the whole short film uh just watching them grow from that it's like damn man like this is it's just something i want to do now like it's just mm-hmm. a craft that i definitely want to try out um yeah you know you work on clients videos and you work on your own like travel vids whatever right but watching them do that part like that's something i want to try and i think that's the beauty of being a videographer as well like our options are like sky's the limit man like we can work on a business or an influencer or like you know a whatever right like now a short film so i think that's something i definitely want to try right like i've tried the wedding industry fucking brutal man it's it's hard a lot lot of it's very time consuming but yeah this is something i definitely want to try out so it doesn't hurt to try either i I know i'll regret it if i don't try it so Mm -hmm. let's see what happens right roll the dice talk to me about storytelling and short films so that's something that even i for me personally haven't really gotten into mm-hmm. how do you kind of see that and maybe even add a twist on how you see that compared to commercial work uh for storytelling so for storytelling yeah, you know what storytelling is everything right and we always say like story 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 and like every youtuber every famous like filmmaker will tell you mm-hmm. like story is king for sure and i think yeah i think story is king and you know how people like bitch about their gear like oh i need this gear to be successful like yes and no right um and i think store for storytelling it's like how do i get there it's pretty like i like i don't even know how to get there so obviously i had to look into what happened in the past right like maybe something you want to tell your story in a way or 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 someone's past or someone's story and then yeah just bring it into the film world right and see what happens like that's why i see all these like films that says um inspired by true events i'm like well shit now these writers are writing about what happened to them they're just bringing it into the film world right but i think with commercial work i would actually talk to the client of course and like okay what made you start this business or what influenced you to be an influencer or whatever Mm -hmm. right take their vision and then uh, i'll take mine and then we'll just match it up and see what happens because recently i worked with these like b-boys over in la and i asked them like hey what what inspired you to be a b-boy to begin with like who who put you in this world they were listening to old school jams like uh, Run DMC, like you know, like guys like that. So I took, I filmed their 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 sessions, their their battles, but they wanted a highlight out of it. So I'm like, okay, screw this. I'm gonna grab Run DMC's like you know, like a beat off there, yeah. and after once you put it all together in a, like a good puzzle, then present it to them. And man, like I think the best results happen when you see clients like get all worked up and yeah man it's like oh shit i'm gonna get called back for this for sure (laughs) like i knew it was a wrap after that so but yeah i think that's how you're supposed to look at it right because you're trying to make the client present that's their brand basically right it's their story you're telling us you have especially for instagram it's kind of difficult because you have one minute to tell a story that flows properly you're like how am i going to tell this story in one minute but now there's instagram tv but then 
once that minute passes, you got to press a button and it just takes it out of the moment. So exactly. it's like, I try to keep it one minute, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Like I, I used, and it's something I actually feel like I've forgotten is to ask the clients that you're working with, like, so how did you actually get into this whole thing? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're able to present that mm-hmm. in your photo or your video somehow, like using Run DMC's track for those B-Boys, yeah. like it, it resonates to them so much more, mm-hmm. right? Versus just like, I had this idea of filming you guys doing stuff without really knowing who they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's how it all starts, man. Like, and that's how you, and they become re- repeated, repeated clients too, right? Because mm-hmm. they they can go to another videographer, but do they do they feel them? You know what I mean? Like, do they feel like their story? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's how I do it. <laughs> nice, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, however, however comfortable you are, sure. Um, what was the hardest thing that you had to overcome to get to where you are today? Hardest thing to overcome, I think just. I think the biggest lessons in life are a heartbreak, an empty wallet, and an empty stomach, of course, right? And of course, I think, you know, when you feel like you had that first heartbreak, oh, I fucking sucked, man. So I think, um, yeah, I had to deal with that shit. It was like fucking brutal, man. But mm-hmm. then obviously, like, you learn along the way. I, you know, like I said, I think when the how the production started, it's like, man, I felt like I lost everything, right? Like, yeah, this person meant, like, fucking world to me, right? But when it happened it's like holy fuck like how did i gotta deal with this shit like how do i like i've never i've never dealt with this kind of shit before you know you would hear your friends like give you advice or you know like you know or you would watch all these youtube vids and try to get through it i'm like hey man like i think it's one of those things like it's you can't get over it you just have to go and get through it man you have to get through all the shitty episodes and you know what i mean i think what it all comes down to like i just learned this re- like not too long ago I've, as hard as it was for me to realize it wasn't meant to be which is like fucking hard for everyone, I'm sure. At the end of the day, I know for a fact, no matter what people say to me, it was meant to happen. Um, who knows where, like life is unpredictable, man. You know what I mean? Like you can have a plan in your head and then fuck, one one event can happen that just like changes everything, right? So mm-hmm. I think it was one of those things where I felt in my in my head and in my heart that I lost everything. And when the production, when I had the idea like, hey man, like maybe I did something I want to start. And I figured I literally have nothing to lose because I felt in my head that I lost everything already. So it's like, mm-hmm. what can possibly go wrong? So with that, man, I've I've tried so many fucking careers, man. Like going to school for like pursuing this, pursuing that. I think at the end, man, like you could fail five times, 10 times, 15. All it takes is for you to be right just once. And the rest doesn't matter anymore. It's no different than a fucking couple like that get married or like, you know, live till they're 80 kind of thing like oh man we had so many exes like from you know like 5 10 15 exes all it takes is to be right once man or or even a career in looking at it as a career as well like oh i tried this career i tried that i tried pursuing this and that man if they're right just once that's all that matters man but yeah man it was like one of those things like it was meant to be it was meant to happen right so mm-hmm. it was like what's the point of a loss if you're not going to take anything out of it right what's the point so i think with everything like what lessons I took out of the, like this loss, you know what I mean? And then when I when I say loss, I'm not talking about just the relationship. Like fuck, dude, I like in a three month span, so um, I lost. Um, obviously, like okay, the whole relationship thing went to shits, and then two months later, I lost my grandmother. I was like, holy fuck, man! Like, and I think it's one of those one of the biggest lessons I took out of that was. I look back, and I'm like, holy fuck! Like I had no control over any of that stuff. 
I had no control. So it's like one of those things like you have to learn to let go of things that you can't control, right? And what lessons can I take out of this? Like anything, right? So um, I wrote everything down and like that's when my head started like, you know, getting set right, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. It, it makes you change like your perspective of things too, man, right? Like, man, that's why like when they say spoiled kids, they have the shittiest future, man, because <laughs> they, they're just not... They're not used to adversity, right? I think for a kid that, like, you know, gets spoiled, I get it, right? The parents want what's best for them, but fuck, you gotta let them take their bruises too, man, you know? Like, just to get used to things. But yeah, man, I think um, everything that's been going on, like, that led up to this, and who knows what's next, man? Life is so... Like, when people say life is short, I don't believe in that shit. I believe that life is fucking hella long, but it's unpredictable, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, I could walk on the street and I get hit by a bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, which I don't, yeah. But I'm saying is like, yeah, man, life is unpredictable, man. Like, people who are always contemplating, oh, I want to do this, fucking do it, man. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. You really don't. Maybe like a few dollars here and there, but fuck, whatever. Money can always be earned. Yeah. How do you kind of, how did you find, uh, I guess, like, how are you finding your balance now? Um, You know what? Just scheduling things. You know, I think um, during the day, like, oh, man. I think when it becomes a routine, like every morning, maybe a ten minute meditation. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, I'll list. I'll, I have like this little mini journal where it's like just list three things that you're grateful for. Three. It could be anything. It could be coffee. It could be like family. It could be like friends. Whatever. It sets the tone for the day, basically. And I think that's what I always need. Because I, I I think most everyone out there just after they get out of bed or sorry as soon as they wake up phone right away right and it's like you see something that's like it doesn't like really make you feel good and that's what sets the tone i don't want that so i try to keep my phone out of like out of my morning routine after meditation after like writing in the journal kind of thing after that then we're good to go right so yeah that's that's how i would balance (laughs) oh that's awesome yeah i didn't know like you mentioned being present in mindfulness yeah i didn't realize like you're very big into I just started doing that actually yeah. because of Steve, uh, the guy, one of the guy, the um, founder of Team Fit Pack. He's really into that, and he taught me how to do that, like you know, gradually, and just take it one day at a time. I think that's with everything and everyone, just taking things one day at a time, and then you, it all adds up. Um, you're not gonna go from zero to a hundred like just like that. So I just became consistent with that, and it's practice basically, right? Yeah. And then after that, it becomes part of your lifestyle. So, and then, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's good to do that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Making a habit out of, like, good, good practices, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Have you found that it's been very helpful as of lately? It has been very helpful. Actually, it's like, it may learn, you learn about yourself too, man. Like, I think, especially you're going to be growing as a person too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people that don't do it, I'm not shitting on them for not doing it, but, like, man, you have no idea how much it helps, especially, like, as a creative like your mind does not turn off. Yeah. Like if you run your own business, your mind doesn't turn off either. I think with all business, you can even see all like the the big names out there, right? That's all they do is always meditate first thing in the morning or even write in their journals or whatever. Um, there's a reason for that, right? So, because the day gets chaotic too, man, right? Yeah. Like especially if you, you're, you have employer employees too, you got, you're pretty much like a babysitter, right? So... <laughs> yeah man so it gets pretty crazy so no i think it's so true because if i ever start the day late like mm-hmm. if i overslept or whatever oh god yeah and i don't get into the first thing that i would normally do which is you know just like take a pause and just breathe yeah 
it feels so chaotic and it just feels like the whole day you're always trying to catch up whereas mm-hmm. if you do build that consistent uh, routine mm-hmm. like it you know the day does feel like yes there will still be like stuff that goes into your face sure. like in your face yeah but it doesn't hit as hard exactly i I think that's the whole point of being of um being mindful uh mindfulness because the days every day is unpredictable you never know what's going to hit you in the face right but i think if you start the day right then you know you can take it and take it with ease you know that's awesome yeah yeah. You're going to have to start uh, getting back into meditation. Yeah, you know what? Too. Even five minutes, man. You know what I mean? Un- five, yeah. ten minutes. Like, just... It was hard for me at first because yeah, I was, was, I was actually going to tell him... I remember I, I messaged Steve. I'm like, hey, man, like, why isn't my breathing not right? And like, how come I'm getting more anxious when I'm meditating? And it's like, my breathing pattern's off. I just take your time, man. <laughs> like, you got to not rush it. Just take it one day at a time, basically. Like, you're not going to figure everything out figure everything out all at once so mm. yeah it got better and better and nice. yeah yeah that's cool i think yeah. with that like even for me when i'm like working out or whatever i want that instant result sure and so you're rushing it's everything. human nature yeah, right it's very, everyone yeah. just wants it done right away yeah. they want results fast mm-hmm. i get it and like even for when i started doing meditation it's like mm-hmm. yo like the first 10 minutes for the first five days are atrocious yeah and yeah. i don't feel like it's actually helping me at all but for some reason, there's that point, I don't know, like maybe 17, 20 days after the fact mm-hmm. that you've made it a regular thing that like it clicks. Mm-hmm. And it's going to find you. you yeah. like, it's eventually going to get you. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Um, for anybody that. So say somebody has seen your work and said, like, I want to do exactly what you do. People always try to gun for that shot. Right. But if you're coming back, then to do your shoot. I feel like once you're you're in a different place, take it all in, man, because like you're here, you know, like leaving in your head that man, like I, I finally made it here. Like I busted my ass off, like trying to get the funds to get here, taking the time to get here, all the energy I took took to took to get here. And I think that's one of the key things too, man. Like people forget that. Like it's not a running gun shoot, right? So yeah, just take it all in. If you're coming back, then do your do your shots then, right? What distracts you? Oh, uh, TV for sure. Netflix, you know, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I just started watching oh, that because no. my one of my friends, uh, she, we were, um, I was actually editing at her place, and then she put it on TV, um, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is a good episode!" And then it sucked me in. I'm like, "Fuck, man, like piece of shit." <laughs> I think there's a balance to that. Um, I used to never watch like anything. Yeah, I know. You know, you don't have a TV here. Fuck. No, I don't have a TV here. It, it, keeps, it keeps me sane. But yeah, even for like, especially if you're getting into the short film thing, yeah, understanding how those stories, how those sitcoms work, understanding yeah. how they build that plot line, yeah, it's important to kind of watch other things besides. Yeah, you your, take tips from that, right? I exactly. Get it. Yeah, but also to kind of draw a line. So it's like, yeah, oh, that's. I, I notice now, like, every time I watch movies, it, I'm like, I don't watch movies with my friends anymore because they, I know they're annoyed because I, I always say to them, hey, I know how they did that effect. I know how they did that. I know I try to challenge myself to keep my, my mind sharp. Like, hey, how did they shoot that? What did they shoot that mm-hmm. in, right? Like, what, what frame rate did they shoot that in? And I'll tell my friends, they have, they have no fucking so clue funny. about filming. Like, they, they don't even give a shit about it. They just <laughs> want to see the story and that's it. So I don't even watch films with my friends anymore. That's so good. Yeah um what universal skill is important for creatives to learn i think it's mostly consistency right like i think that's in discipline right i think being consistent doesn't have to be the best thing in the world 
But once you become consistent with something, that's how it grows. And you know what the thing is? Everyone's trying to aim for that viral hit, right? I think the thing about that is it's not... I can I can think, okay, I made this fucking sick-ass vid, this sick-ass content. I know it's going to go viral. And it doesn't, then it's like, oh, shit, this is... Oh, you feel like crap after. I feel like, if anything, just keep being consistent, putting content out there. And then eventually, maybe it will, maybe it won't uh, be viral. But... At the end of the day, for viral, for things to come viral, it's not up to you. It's up to the people, right? Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I put, like, at least, I think I put four videos out. I think the least one I thought that was shitty, that's the one, the one that I thought that was shitty, that had the most hits. So it's not even up to you. It's not even up to us as creators. What goes viral, it's up to the people, really, mm-hmm. at the end. So, yeah. yeah, just be consistent and be disciplined. <laughs> that's hard. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to... Uh, say to any of the listeners out there um inspiring to inspired to be creators sure yeah just do it because <laughs> you know what if you lose sleep over it just do it because you literally have nothing to lose that's how i started this whole thing i had nothing to lose i think i felt like uh the reason why i had nothing to lose because i lost everything already at that time right so it's like one of those things like wait a sec what the fuck do I have to lose? Nothing. I already lost everything. Let's see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't want people to get to that point, obviously. But sometimes it, it is what it is, right? Um, I feel like if people like if it's in everyone's if it's in everyone's minds during the day, like during their day job, like hey, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that, right? It doesn't have to be in the creative fields too. Just fucking do it, man. Like, what do you got to lose? Nothing. Like you have twenty four. Everyone has twenty four hours in the day, right? Fuck, if you can have even just an hour window, just fucking do it, man. Like, I think it's weird when people say, um, I don't have time. I, I never understood that. I never believed in that. I think in my opinion, like, oh, when people say, oh, I don't have time, that's bullshit, man. I feel like people have the time. They just don't want to do it. It's like, it's not a top priority. If I told you right now, hey, at, at four in the morning, you wake up, you head over to the North End right now. There's a million dollars waiting for you. If you show up at 4 a.m. on the dot, you're going to get your ass up and you're going to go, right? Because it's like, fuck, this is important to me. Like, I want to go, right? But if um, if I said there's nothing, like, hey, just just go here at 4 a.m. in North End. Just be here. You're not going to fucking go. You, there's no incentive, right? So I feel like, yeah, man, everyone... And I don't like it when um, when friends say, oh, like, there's an event going on. I don't have the time. Da, da, da. They do have the time. It just, it's not as important to them. Maybe maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot right now saying that because this is like friends events like I fucking don't have time man like I really don't I wish I did just the fact that fuck man like mm-hmm. I have these deadlines I have to meet and like fuck I wish I could be there for sure but yeah. I can't right so we have exactly the same amount of time as everybody else yeah um, but we all have different priorities yeah and it's what's important to you and if you're constantly thinking about something me and like you're getting upset that that's not happening mm-hmm. like maybe you're just not prioritizing it enough sure right and you're like i don't have time is you're making time for something else yeah right yeah and maybe it is unavoidable maybe you are i don't know maybe if you literally have no time mm-hmm. um, then you can't get to it right now yeah but if you check exactly how you use your time and maybe you're spending like watching tv or oh yeah for sure or other stuff right like i don't know like and you're saying that you really want to do something yeah. or that's what you think about all the time, then yeah. consider where your priorities are at. Like like I said, man, people have nine to five jobs, but then what happens from seven to two? 
from seven to yeah, nine to five, seven to two. It's all about time management, really. Mm -hmm. Like how bad, how obsessed are you with whatever it is you want to do? Yeah, I think it all comes down to that, right? Mm Because you're, I feel like down the road, man, you're just gonna be full of regret. Like, oh fuck, I could have, would have, should have. Like, fuck that, man. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, Yeah. and like the other thing too, I think is it's hard. Like, to like walking to the north end at four a.m. is easy because. There's not a lot of resistance. Sure. I imagine. I mean, yeah, there's people at 4 a.m. out there probably yeah. out to get you. But for something that you're saying, like, oh, I want to be a film travel filmmaker, or whatever, sure. like there is also a part of like the difficulty in that. Fuck right? yeah, man. And, it feels easy, everyone would do it with any craft, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And you gotta want it with the hardships too. Oh, for sure. Like to me, the hardships are the best part of, yeah it's like hey man it's like whatever i know i can handle it i've been through way worse shit before so it's like this mm-hmm. is like nothing right um and uh where can people find and support you in your work um man it's on my instagram right lamb.bofficial mm-hmm. on instagram or even phoenix production family on instagram as well um yeah yeah that's pretty much that's all my plugs <laughs> man i really suck at social media when it comes to like marketing and shit really so but hey man you're doing well so that's yeah, all right man it's been gotta be more consistent right mm-hmm. so um but yeah man like it's been going somewhat well that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah all right well uh, i guess uh, that that's a wrap for this episode thanks shit. for uh cool man thanks for having me this and... is fun man <laughs> no, also, we'll do more of this fun. shit for sure oh absolutely you yeah. know it yeah 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 man thanks for having me it was fun <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you made it this far thanks for listening to the episode consider giving us a rating on itunes and subscribing or following the podcast and share this episode with your friends word of mouth always helps and if you want to discuss anything you've heard on this episode or previous ones send us a message on twitter at 2 m Creative labs and we'll see you in the next one